A special event, a special person. You plan, you prepare, you intentionally put things together. That's getting ready for church. But oftentimes it's like dating, and most marriages you plan, prepare, and intentionally put things together while you're dating. But after years of marriage, you're on autopilot, and whatever comes together still sort of works, except for those special days, like anniversary or birthday, or for church like Christmas, Easter, and baptisms. The rest of the time, hey, I made it, didn't I? But to get back with God, perhaps we need to figure out why. Why the worship? Why the elements of the program? Why do we need a church building? To understand, perhaps we need to recognize the definition of worship, the meaning of the sanctuary in the books of law and hold ourselves higher than popular church culture and closer to the purpose of heaven. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. I'm Brendan Albury, and this is Sabbath School University. The discussion for today is the sanctuary. And today we have a few of our guests. I do believe some of you have been here uh, before and visited uh, with us here at the Andrews Campus University. Can you begin telling us your name and tell us what you're studying? Okay, my name is Guilherme Borda, and I'm studying theology at Andrews University. Uh, my name is Jason Francis, and I'm at the seminary doing the MDiv program. My name is Morris Thompson. I'm also at the seminary doing the MDiv program. Excellent. Welcome back, guys. Good to have you. Uh, before we get into the, to today's uh, lesson, I want to ask, Guillermo, can you please uh, pray for us and read out okay. in our scripture text? Okay. Excellent. Let's do it. Dear God, thank you very much for the opportunity to study your word. We ask that the Holy Spirit will guide us into the truth. We already say thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Scripture for today is in Exodus 25. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Amen. What if there wasn't a sanctuary, but God still fellowship with us? Do we need a physical building? I'm sure that God would still fellowship with us. We can see that in Eden, for example. Okay. Uh, in Eden, uh, it was like the first sanctuary. Yeah. You know, it was not exactly like the sanctuary that you see in Exodus and Leviticus, but you see the fellowship with God and mm -hmm. they are worshiping God. They, they are with God in tune in harmony with God. Mm -hmm. So God, He can still fellowship with us even without a building. We don't need a building to be in connection with God. Yeah, yeah. Or even when you jump to Revelation and it talks mm -hmm. about the new heaven and the new earth, mm. it talks about there's no more sanctuary because God's presence is there. He's right there. He's ac accessible. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, there's nothing that could keep God away from us. Even if there wasn't a building, He still would dwell and commune with us. Mm. Uh, that question brings to mind the verse, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. It says that our bodies are a temple mm. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so although worshiping in a church or 
in a place with a community of believers is essential and vital to spiritual and uh, personal growth, we can worship God. We don't have to be in a physical building to worship God yeah. because the Holy Spirit dwells within our bodily sanctuaries. Okay, mm -hmm. excellent. So tell me then, what was the purpose of the sanctuary here on earth? Mm. The sanctuary had several purposes actually. It was a place for God to dwell among His people. It mm -hmm. was visible. Mm -hmm. They had a visible manifestation of God's presence. It was for Him to dwell among His people. Mm -hmm. And it was also an educational uh, system for them to, them to learn about salvation. Mm -hmm. And it was yes. the center of life for Israel. The center, if you were an Israelite, yeah. the center of your life, uh, the, physically speaking, talking about a place, it was the sanctuary. That yeah. was the center. And I yeah. resonate with you on that point because, um, you know, the sanctuary served two functions. One, there's a function that served before the fall and a function that served after the fall. Okay. The mm -hmm. function that served before the fall was a dwelling place for God to dwell with His creation and to commune with them. And after the fall, the sanctuary was still functioning in that way, but it was also functioning to point us to the coming Messiah, yeah. to point us and teach us redemption and grace. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's almost as if an added function to God's presence now, God's mm. dwelling, was now His atonement. Because yeah. they had to come and they had to, you know, their, their sins would be placed on the temple mm. from uh, how they had to, you know, kill the lambs and all that mm -hmm. and make the sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, an added element to the tabernacle and the, and the sanctuary was now atonement for the sins of humanity. Because when you think about a, a sanctuary, you think about God dwelling there, mm -hmm. and then you think about people being around, mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that the meaning of fellowship? Mm -hmm. I mean, is there still a need for fellowship? God wants to be with His creatures. He, he longs for that relationship. Yeah, 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 he wants yeah, to, man. come on, you know, when you have a girlfriend, you know, you yeah, want to be yeah, with her. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh man, I remember when I first started with my wife and she was my girlfriend, but we lived 600 miles away. Mm. Oh. <gasps> well, flight tickets were really common because I wanted to be with her. That's the way with God. He wants to yeah. be with us. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, go on, no, no, go, go on. on. Oh, go on. all right. Well, I think the <laughs> sanctuary system shows God's love and, like you said, His desire to commune with us. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes we think that, oh, God is such a harsh God for kicking Adam and Eve out of, the, um, out of Eden. But really, he wasn't. That's why he said he established the sanctuary system because they were now sinful beings. They couldn't come into his presence without dying. So he established the sanctuary system to show him, show them that I still want to be with you, and there will come a day where you're going to commune with me like you once did in the sanctuary, in the Edenic sanctuary. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. that's guys are just we're just taking off. <laughs> yeah. So since we're talking about fellowship, I yeah, mean, yeah. tell us a little bit. Tell me. Tell those that do not know the need for congregational worship. Mm. What is the importance of, of congregational worship? Mm. Now that we've emphasized the need for fellowship and God mm. with us mm -hmm. and us with God, what is the need for congregational worship? Mm. Well, I think there's, there's, a, there's the testimony of those other people who are part of the congregation or part of our fellowship. You know, especially sometimes when we're going through a struggle, uh, somebody else may have been through that, and the mm. Lord delivered them. Mm -hmm. And to be able to hear and witness, uh, you know, what God is doing in other people's lives, a lot of times it makes God more real to you. And there's also just, there's a big benefit to worshiping as a congregation, worshiping God yeah. uh, with other people. God's not coming back for individuals to take to heaven. Mm -hmm. He's coming back for a whole family of believers. Mm -hmm. And so if we're not going to have fellowship here on earth, then... Mm -hmm. 
you know, we're really not going to like heaven, but we're going to be fellowshipping mm -hmm. with each other for yep. eternity. Yeah. And so I think that's, uh, yeah. yeah right, right. In the Bible, we are uh, represented uh, figurative as sheep. Mm -hmm. And when sheep, when comes a danger, mm. and interestingly, uh, Jesus says to his disciples that he's sending them as to the wolves. Mm. Yeah. Now, that seems really dangerous, right? But when the, wolf, when the wolves come and there's sheep over there, they gather together. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. way they stay safer. And in the world, we live in a, in a situation that is really dangerous. Yeah. So we gather together to pray, mm. to be like the disciples were after Jesus ascended, in one accord, seeking the guidance of God, and we study the Bible together. It's yeah. really beneficial. Amen. Congregational worship. You know, I don't know how important it is to be a part of a congregation in worship, but I know how important it is to worship God in private, mm -hmm. you know, in the invisible church. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of us can go to, you know, a congregation and, and worship God and mm -hmm. be there in body, but many times we're not there in yeah. spirit. Mm -hmm. Checked out. And that's why before being a part of a congregation, we need to be the dwelling place for God. Yes. Yes. We Amen. need to be the mm -hmm. walking temple. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to be the perfect example of what it means to be a consecrated place mm -hmm. of worship mm -hmm. before going to a place of fellowship. Because mm -hmm. I've been to a few uh, places where you've congregated, and if you're not there in the spirit, exactly. then is it a dwelling place for God? Mm -hmm. We have to be careful. And that is why it brings me to our next question. What is the important role of prayer in worship? Mm -hmm. That's such a... Such an important question. A lot of times we focus on music and worship or the sermon and worship, but oftentimes we miss prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, prayer is vital. It plays a vital role in worship because mm -hmm. that's our connection with God. Mm -hmm. it, it, oftentimes when we get to worship, we just sit there and we'll listen to the speaker preach, the right. preacher preach, and we'll listen to the music. But how oftentimes do we as a congregation, those sitting in the audience, actually take part in worship? Mm -hmm. Prayer is a role. Prayer, prayer allows us to take part in worship and communicate with the God who wants to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. When you read the Bible, you yeah. cannot help but see that God answers prayers. Yeah. He answers. Mm -hmm. And imagine now a relationship and you voluntarily, willingly don't want to talk with the person mm -hmm. ever. Can that relationship work? Mm -mm. I mean, I understand when a person has a disease or if somebody uh, cannot communicate, you don't know the language, mm -hmm. but you try somehow to communicate. But when you willingly cut the channel of communication, you cut the relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, how can your relationship with God grow and, and yeah. give fruits if you don't communicate with Him? That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. You know, my habit is to wake up in the morning. First thing... Uh, that I do is give my breath, the, the breath that God has given to me, back to Him. Mm. And, you know, I believe that prayer is worship. Prayer is worship. I mean, we're, we're praying and admin, uh, giving admonition to the Creator, mm. the Sustainer. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do not think it's just a role, but I think it's mm -hmm. the element exactly. in worship. Mm -hmm. Many times we, we've seen where we make the mistake of replacing 
praise, and I had to go there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I opened the door. But we replace sometimes praise with prayer. Mm -hmm. we, you hear a lot about praise and worship, and it is essential. It's mm -hmm. needed. But what about prayer and worship? Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. more, more of a praying congregation. Yeah. You know, not a lot of people like to get together and pray, but they want to get together and praise. You know? true. How important is it to pray? Mm -hmm. We really we made the point earlier that um, the sanctuary we worship in the heavenly in the sanctuary, mm -hmm. and uh, God dwells in the sanctuary, and so God would dwell wherever we're worshiping. We're assuming that the presence of God is there, right? How can God's presence be there, and we have a one-way conversation with Him? Yeah, you know, That's God's true. speaking to us, but we don't speak to God, and we don't tell Him the needs of our heart, the things that we have been going on throughout the week. What's been keeping us up at night? Mm -hmm. What's been causing us to cry tears that no one else knows? Mm. It's prayer and worship gives us that opportunity to bear our soul to God mm -hmm. yeah. and let them know what we need to be healed during worship. Mm -hmm. I just would like to make a connection because in this series of lessons of, on the sanctuary, some, somebody may think, but what does prayer have to do with the sanctuary in the Old Testament? Mm -hmm. Well, it has everything to, to do, do with mm -hmm. because God was now dwelling visibly uh, amidst His people, and He wanted mm -hmm. them to come, yeah. come to Him, confess their sins, present to Him them uh, to be cleansed, to be forgiven. And when we go to God in prayer, we mm -hmm. ask for forgiveness. We come, yeah. we, we bring our hearts, our anguish, we bring everything to Him. Yeah. So that's a major lesson, from, one of the major lessons from the sanctuary. That's a good point, Guillermo, because the, the next point and the question I really wanted to address was how, how would one prepare to, to, to enter, for entrance into the sanctuary. Because other religions have yeah. cleansing rituals mm -hmm. and, and, and Christians exempt from preparations, dress and behavior. We focus on sometimes demeanor because of the cross and you know making sure that we're reverent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But how would one prepare? And I know we have the answer because we've just been talking about it. <laughs> how would we prepare entrance into the sanctuary? Mm -hmm. Let me see if we all have the same answer at once. <laughs> well, I mean, I really think it's like what you were talking about with the whole prayer thing and that whole go. personal connection yeah. with yeah. God. You know, if you're not having sanctuary all through the week, you can't fully ex expect to come into the into the physical sanctuary yeah. and yeah. be able to enter the sanctuary. Then mm -hmm. it, it just doesn't work like that. Or even how you were saying about talking. I know my wife. If I didn't talk to my wife for <laughs> six days. Mm -hmm. And I tried to come talk to her Something's on the seventh wrong. day. You know, something, there's going to be a little bit of a disconnect. I'm going to have to apologize a little bit, give it some explanation. And so that's why that, that morning breath, like, like I, or the first breath when you wake or the last breath when you go to sleep, for it to be going back to God mm -hmm. and have that connection. Yeah, I think that's mm -hmm. essential. A nafish, the living breath. Mm -hmm. you know, it's very important. No, go on, when, yeah. when you go to Exodus, Exodus 3, verse 5, now Moses is over there, you know, and he sees this, this, bush that is burning but it's not being consumed he goes there God is there and God says to him verse 5 then he said do not draw near this place take your sandals off mm -hmm. your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground mm. now you see when you approach God it is a special event Thanks. it is a special moment it is not just that you know I'm gonna approach God and I don't care. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing is when you don't know about the Bible, you don't know about God, mm -hmm. and, and and you you're trying to approach God, and, and God is merciful. Mm -hmm. Another thing is when you really understand the whole thing and you just don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
But if you don't care, I mean, what's the point? What You know, it's complicated to understand because when you see in the Bible, the whole respect, how they really revered God when they approached God. Mm-hmm. And it's a powerful moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad we're hitting these points because oftentimes when people think about preparing themselves for worship, they say, okay, well, I have to get a nice shirt, I have mm. to get a nice tie, I have to get yeah. a nice suit. Uh, and then they're preparing and adorning themselves on the outside, but nothing's being done on the inside. Oh, yeah. And I really do believe that God wants us to prepare our hearts, like you said, through prayer throughout the week. Mm-hmm. When, we prepare our, the, um, when we prepare our hearts for prayer, uh, excuse me, for worship with God through prayer, God can really touch the needs in our life. We can express to God what we're really going through. The Bible says that oftentimes he uses Holy Spirit to help us pray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will help reveal to things to us that are holding us back in life, that are keeping us from really living a life more abundantly. And when we get to worship, when we get to dwelling with God, God can really work inside our lives. Mm-hmm. And we, get, we grow more in our personal relationship with Him from dwelling with Him in worship. Yeah. And when we are going to church, we're not going to a social club. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it may seem yeah. sometimes like we're doing that. Yeah. We're going to meet God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if that day we have a great speaker or not. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. we may not even have a speaker. Mm-hmm. Some, in, if, we, if there's a lot of people in the church or not, if, it's, if it seems to be boring or not, you're meeting God. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a great moment. You, you should long for that moment. Amen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, the... I'm thinking about preparation, and when I think about preparation, I think about when, as a boy, even sometimes during the week, we can't prepare last minute. We can't mm-hmm. wait until last minute, like you said, Jason. Mm-hmm. During the week, it's very essential mm-hmm. that you have a, a spiritual connection with God. Mm-hmm. But it, you want to put God first. Mm-hmm. That's that's key, and that's foremost. You yeah. want to put Him first. You want to show Him that you're on time. When you think about the parable, of the, the, the ten virgins, the five wise, the mm-hmm. five foolish, to be ready. And I, I recall mm-hmm. as a boy, my, my mother would tell me, we have to prepare. We have to prepare for fellowship, congregation, okay, on the Sabbath. And it's amazing that you would think you would do it the day before, but we would clean our shoes, yeah. you know. Even yeah. though that's not a ritual, it's a habit. Yeah. It's a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, just being groomed well. Make sure you... Clothes are ironed. Yep. Your shirt is ironed <laughs> from the <laughs> Sunday before the Sabbath, the Saturday. Mercy, <laughs> okay? And that's that's keen preparation yeah. because you don't know the hour or the time when God comes. You need yeah. to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I believe God wants us to have due diligence to always be on guard, to be prepared. Mm. And that reflects in our habits by our spiritual life. Yes. Mm. Personally, if we delay God last minute, in the day or to the very last priority on mm-hmm. our list in the day, mm-hmm. then how can we expect him to put us first? Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, when we talk about the role and the element of prayer mm-hmm. in worship, we shouldn't use prayer as the, the, the way to talk to God. It is prayer that we should use to first element to praise God. Mm. You know, a lot of people mm. only want to pray to God when they want something. So that's why they go to what? Yeah. Church. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then there are people that do not want to go to church. Oh, I may not want to go to the church. I remember times, many times before I found Christ, where 
I did not want to go to church. And it was solely based on the fact that I didn't have a personal, prayerful, consecrated life with him. Mm-hmm. And that's why having a relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus is yeah. so important because, you know, in order for us to really want to be the sanctuary, mm-hmm. we have to allow the Holy Spirit to clean us up and prepare us. Like my mom would tell us, make sure the house is clean. Yeah. Make sure the room is clean. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to make sure that I'm clean on the inside. Like you said, Morris, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, we can dress it all up, yeah. you know, but we can sometimes just cover the filth. We're filth. We're sinners. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at least we can do is clean ourselves off like the laundry soap mm-hmm. in the book mm-hmm. of Malachi when it mm-hmm. says, you know, wash ourselves off with the yeah. laundry soap. Let us be refined by mm-hmm. the fire of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. But, you know, that we, I don't want to go off track, but you see, <laughs> you know, it's so important to prepare. And that's why I want to ask you, yeah. how can one be close to God mm. but lose their appreciation of His holiness? Mm. Yeah, that does. Is happen. it possible? That is a reality. I think we see it with Israel. You know, even how uh, some of the, the some of the priests would behave, and when God would come to rebuke the the priests, the, some of the ways they started to behave, they started handling God as if He was simply common, mm-hmm. as if He was just commonplace, just regular. Oh, you know, God is around us all the time. You know, it doesn't. He's not a big mm-hmm. deal anymore. And just like going back to what you said in the introduction to marriage, a lot of marriages become like that. You know, I've been with you for so many years. You know how I am. This is what I do now. And you just have to deal with it. And I believe that we do that with God. You know, God, I mean, of course, you're always going to be there for me. We miss, we mistake his grace and his mercy and his long suffering to think that we can just do whatever we please mm. because God is patient, because, you know, he's so kind. We start treating him like he's just, he's commonplace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we can get so caught up in the rituals of worship that that we miss well who and what worship is all about mm-hmm. i think about um paul mm-hmm. in the bible okay paul was um a jew a, a pharisee even he knew the laws he was constantly worshiping in the physical sanctuary i mean we assume that he did um know about the sacrifices he knew about the ceremonies mm-hmm. he knew about the rituals and he performed them to a t but it wasn't until later on in his life that he meet the one that all of those ceremonies, all of those rituals, mm-hmm. all of those were about. And it yeah. totally transformed his way of thinking and his um what he thought worship was when he met Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, An interesting on. thing, yeah. you, you can see this it, when God was, you, you see when the description of how God was revealing about the sanctuary to Moses in, in Exodus and you follow the chapters here, and then you hit chapter 32 mm. with the golden calf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, God is talking to Moses in the mountain. Mm. The people is right there. They are really close to God, mm-hmm. but they completely lose everything. Mm-hmm. They, lose they just them. go and worship this golden calf, and mm-hmm. this is our God. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't be close to God in a sense, but really far away yeah. in another sense because you just yeah. approach Him without reverence. You just take yeah. Him for granted. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't really care. Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine used to call it spiritual amnesia. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden we've just forgotten who God really is and we forget what He's done. We forget His greatness. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's very dangerous. And mm-hmm. it happens more often than you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The church in Laodicea in Revelation, mm-hmm. you know, they missed it too. They were lukewarm. Like mm-hmm. you said, they had spiritual amnesia. Mm-hmm. We're performing the daily, the rituals of worship, 
We may have worship in the morning because our parents taught us to have worship in the morning. We mm -hmm. may pray in the morning because our parents taught us to. We may go to church and worship there and stand up and sing because we're conforming, but we haven't truly been transformed. So mm -hmm. it looks like we're worshiping God, but in our hearts, it's a different story. Yeah. I want mm -hmm. to touch that because, yeah. you know, a lot of people have asked me personally, and there were times I didn't have the answer because I was still searching myself mm -hmm. spiritually. Mm -hmm. And th that's to be honest. They would say, do I need to be holy to go to church? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And does holy mean being perfect? Mm -hmm. No. Then I found out, of course, through study and prayer, that holy only means to set ourselves apart. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that has nothing to do with perfection. Mm -hmm. And setting ourselves apart doesn't necessarily mean sep separating ourselves away from the congregation, mm -hmm. from the fellowship, <laughs> but setting ourselves apart from the desires of the world. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to 1 Peter yeah. chapter 1, verse 14, mm -hmm. where it says, and I read from verse 14 in the NIV version, it says, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you have no, the, the evil desires, I'm sorry, you had when you lived in ignorance, okay? Mm -hmm. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. Mm -hmm. For it is written, what? Be holy because I am holy. So we're mm -hmm. holy because God is holy. Mm -hmm. Then it said, I am perfect mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he is perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't scare me away from being a part of a, a sanctuary mm -hmm. or to 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 want to tabernacle with God exactly. or to yeah, yeah. to come already fixed because mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of people mm -hmm. say oh I'll come and find Jesus mm -hmm. or I'll, I'll give my life to Christ mm -hmm. when 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 I clean up my life first no yeah. God wants you now exactly. he wants to clean now. you up when you mm -hmm. come yeah. it's yeah. important to keep that balance <laughs> because once you found Christ and you and you've understood uh, the, the sacredness of worship and you've understood the message of the Bible mm -hmm. and, and now you're not come gonna come before God just you don't care and, and you're not being uh, manifesting rever reverence to God mm -hmm. and you just don't care it's like mm -hmm. you're raising your fist and I don't care mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and another thing is when you sin, you fell, and you were coming and asking, clean me, God, mm -hmm. cleanse mm -hmm. me. Yeah. It's different. He accepts you. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's not not much about being perfect or, or, or uh, clean or something or, or golden, whatever, mm -hmm. but it's more about your attitude, yeah. mm -hmm. your, your attitude of reverence. You are humbling yourself, and you mm -hmm. recognize His grandeur. You know, it's interesting that we read from Peter because Peter wasn't perfect okay. when he came to Jesus. Yes. The three years he spent in ministry with Jesus, he still wasn't perfect. After, he, after Christ died and ascended to heaven, he still wasn't perfect. James and John, when Jesus met them, they were nicknamed the Sons of Thunder. Mm -hmm. You know, we think about uh, Matthew. He was a tax collector, a white-collar crook. Mm -hmm. You know, these, pe these men, Christ said, follow me, come dwell with me, be in my presence. And it was by being in the presence of Jesus Christ that they were transformed. That John, who was so violent and ready to condemn and cast fire down on, from heaven on people, was now the disciple who Jesus loved. His character was changed by spending time with Jesus. When we come into worship as we are, with our sinful selves, filthy, with our addictions, with our pains, and we spend time in the presence of God, we will come out, change people. We can't mm -hmm. go into worship the same way 
we can't come out of worship the same way we come in. Yeah. Amen. Guys, thank you once again for joining us on this show at Skyabit School University. This has been an awesome lesson. And if you would like to join in the discussion, visit our Facebook page on the link of our website at www.sabbatschoolu.org. That's www.sabbatschool, the letter U, dot org. For Sabbath School University, I'm Brendan Albury. We'll see you next week. <laughs>